from the skyline with your boy J Sky. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Hope that you guys are having a great day. Man, things have been looking up for you, boy, on the podcast. I appreciate all the viewers and all the people who's listening. Man, thank y'all so much. Let's keep this thing going. So today, I got one for you that kind of boggles the mind. I think that everybody brings up at least once in some kind of conversation. And that is generational disconnect. Now, everybody has their different views on what they believe the generations are and the actual age group, but that realistically, there is no actual data that tells you what age is what group. I didn't know that until after I started doing a little reading and research. Yeah, kind of find out. It's just whenever they think that this is the, the time to call somebody something. Didn't know that, but... We're going to get into that a little bit later on in this conversation. And uh, we're going to keep this thing moving. I want to give a shout out today, y'all, to Scotland. What's up, Scotland? I see y'all out there, you know, doing your thing. That's how we get down. You know what I'm saying? From the U.S. to Scotland. That's how we roll the day. And the drink of the day is, yep, you see it, Johnny Walker Black. I'm drinking on the black, not the blue. The blue is coming, y'all. But I got the black today. So let's keep this thing going. So generational disconnect. Is it really a disconnect or just the difference in understanding of what the generations are? I don't know. I have my ideas about it. But at the same time, I believe that most of us have our own ideas about what we consider to be the generational disconnects. Like, for instance, there's so-called baby boomers. There is the so-called generational X. And then there's the millennials. And then now all of a sudden we have a generation Z, potentially. I don't know what all the different generation name means. But, yeah, so I was like, okay. So Generational Z is the new generation that's coming up, not like now. So I don't know what their generation is going to be like, but I definitely know what the baby boomers and the uh, Generation uh, X people are because I am an X guy. Yeah, I'm an X, I think. Yeah, I'm an X. So, but there's, oh, just there's also one group that I didn't even know a thing. They're called like the silent baby group. Or something like that, the silent group. They're like the, these are the people from back in like the World War One days and stuff like that, man. Like these are the old, old folks. These folks that's like tapping like 90s plus and then the hundreds. We still got some of them out there. It ain't a lot, but they still out there. So, whew, didn't even, I had to go back and look at that. I was like, well, when does these people born? The silent, quiet, who, who is this? So, yeah, these are the folks that born way back when. So I had to really do my research upon that. Now, a big thing that we always like to talk about in this so-called generational disconnect is the, difference between, the differences between them and us or the before and the now. So you know me. I always like to go see what kind of research can I do to kind of get an idea of where we are as a as a generation, but also where we are with the information that we're receiving and giving out to people. 
And what can I do to incorporate that information about what I have experienced or what I know? I don't know. We just so one of the things that is very fun to me is that when you think about if there's a really a disconnect between generational uh, differences and generational gaps, come to find out through multiple research, uh, it, uh, you know, let's say, how do I say this? Through multiple internet research and through multiple, you know, different websites and, and different magazines and books that I've read, um, even at psychology.com, a lot of these places that I go to get this information from, they said that there's really not that big of a difference between the generations. Well, except for the silent folk. I mean, once again, they're a little bit different. But realistically, there's not that big of a difference between everybody as far as, you know, things go as far as values, preferences, um, and also, like they say, religion. So I'm like, well, that makes, to me, that makes a little bit of more sense because, I mean, if you if your family raised you to be a certain way, that doesn't really necessarily change. That's something that's valued through the teachings of your, you know, your family and the way they do things. So I was like, yeah, that makes more sense that, okay, there's not a big difference between everybody. Well, a lot of the differences start coming in, though, is how we approach things and how we do things differently than how they did them back in the day or how I did mine or how they, you guys are doing it now. So a lot of our baby boomers, which is like, in this case, some of our grandmothers and in some cases, mothers and fathers and grandfathers, the disconnect between that is we're doing the same thing, but just a little bit differently than how they did it. And sometimes people look at it as that, oh, man, they, 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 these guys are lazy, they're this, they're blah, blah, blah. And it's not necessarily that. It's just, shit, we just didn't figure out a different way to do something than what you used to do. And that's always one of the biggest things between this so-called generational disconnect or the generational gap is another name they call it. So many experts point to certain things that changes the dynamics of how we perceive the generations. And I didn't realize that this could be something that could even be perceived this way because I thought this is just normal, you know, normal part of life for everybody. It didn't matter, didn't make a difference if you were, you know, born in the 1960s or if you were born in the 1990s. It does not matter. Like, it's all the same. You know, for me, if you if you grow up in the hood in the 1960s, it's the same damn thing. If you grew up in the hoods in the 1990s, it's still the hood. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe just the difference is how everything look, but it's still the same situation. But kind of find out that's not necessarily the case, and that's not necessarily true. And I'm starting to realize that as I started to do my reading and start to kind of really take a step back and start thinking about uh, how I perceive things to be. Uh, as far as, you know, the young guys, uh, some of the older, my, I, I call them the them, them uncles and aunties and them old folks, you know what I'm saying, the old heads, you know, <laughs> we love to get called them old heads. Now we the ones that's old heads. So it's, it's like, you know, you're trying to figure out that situation. So, but the values and all these things don't 
change between everybody. Like I said before, what they say is the biggest difference is is class is one, gender and gender identification. I, I had to have both. I guess, you know, now it's, there's a difference. Race, ethnicity, and religion. Now, I looked at these and I was like, okay, okay, I can I can see this. I can see this. But it is what it is. They say this is the bigger contributor to self-identifying in one's generation. And I was like, okay, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Um, particularly, you know, the person who was born of more recent years, right? Now, let me give you an idea about this right here because I had to go really dig into this a little bit. So the reason why they say the exceptions or the things that make the, the, the generational gap or the generational differences are these particular you know, preferences or these particular things is because, one, they say that the class of person changes the dynamics of generations. Like, for instance... If you come from, I don't know, let's say a background where you are rich, you come from a rich family, a family that got plenty of money, then nine times out of 10, your generational gap is going to be a little bit different than someone who does not come from money. The reason is because it, regardless of what, if you your family has, has had money for years and years and years, there's really no change in how the family operates in a way. There's no change in how things are done within your family. If you're used to expensive, if you're used to having anything you want, then guess what? There's really no change in generational uh, differences if every generation has the same thing the last generation has or had the same opportunities and had the same things and had the same way of getting it. Once again, don't really change. But if you're broke <laughs> like your boy <laughs> and you come from, you know, getting out the mud and trying to work to get it, there's a whole different ball game when you get to a point in your life where you have something in which you can share with the next generation. It changes the dynamics of the generational gap between what you and your mom and dad or brother and sister or cousins was to now that bridge of a different gap between you and your children. I was like, okay, that, yeah, I can see that because that's what they were saying when I was reading it. I was like, yeah, I can see that. You've been rich all your damn life. Man, ain't gonna, gonna be changing too much if you everybody been rich in your whole family and they ain't gonna, gonna change. You've been broke and poor your whole damn life. And everybody before you were broke and poor, it's the same thing. Don't, don't really anything change in the generation as far as the class goes. The gender, though, is one that caught me off guard because, you know, it's a little different because at the end of the day, I didn't think that a gender would matter the difference between a generational disconnect or generational gap, but it, it, it does. And I've read this on multiple websites, multiple, um, you know, forums, this is something that is actually real. Now, the reason why gender is can basically give you a generational gap because in some cases, studies have shown where 
uh, like in this case, where more women have went to college than men, right? But men have always outmade more money than women. Hmm, crazy, right? So the difference in pay absolutely gives a somewhat of a gap when it comes to wealth and you know money and and different opportunities. So definitely, gender can play a part. Another thing about gender that plays a part is self-identifying with somebody that's not the you know the particular uh, gender they were born with changes the dynamics of everything. So if you imagine if you was a girl or a woman or a man, and now you're a man, or you you know versus versus of being a woman now, it's it's a whole different ball game between the generational gap now because now if you self-identify as something totally different, when they go to do these different, you know, reports and these different uh, cases and also right here, it changes the dynamics of information now. And that can cause a gap between the generation as far as information and uh, opportunities and different things right here. So I was like, oh, snaps, I didn't think about that. But yeah, it absolutely changes you know, the different things in generation and the different things as far as ideas and the way we, we work, how we do things. Next one is race, which I already kind of felt like this was probably going to be in there as far as generational disconnect and generational uh, gap between all of the generations. Obviously, let's just be frank about this right here. There are some races in the United States of America that have been and will continue to be kind of, you know, looked upon a little bit differently than the other races. I'm not trying to play the race card because I'm black. I'm not trying to play the race card because I got my own show. I'm not trying to be, you know, any of that. I'm just stating the facts. Okay, people? That's it. State. This ain't something that I'm making up. This is something that I know from experience. It's something that I know from seeing with my own eyes. But this is also something that I'm seeing from reading. So it's not like this is something that we are unaware of. It's very easy to see that if you are of Caucasian, white descent, you know, European descent, that the generational gap between you and the generational gap between African-Americans, Black and Africans, and people of color are completely different. Completely different. It, there's no way around it. It's completely different. Now, we have a long way to go before there's a scientific and data that indicates exactly how far, because it's always going to be something that's man-generated or something that we generate from different you know, reports, different studies that we take. But at the end of the day, every report and every study comes back similar in each other. So that's what it is. Now, the difference between the generational gap based on race is not just because of the color of your skin, but also the country and the demographics of where you come from. So, for instance, there's a huge gap in generational information and a generation gap in Japan right now, right? The reason is because most of them motherfuckers live to see about 230. So, you know, when your grandma is 122, and your youngest grandchild is 
19, that yeah, that that that's that's pretty damn big as far as your generational gap, don't you think? I I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'm not trying, I know I'm joking, but let's just this is call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? The, some of them Asian folks is living longer than most people. You feel me? And in Japan, as an example, you know, you know what I'm saying? Them boys been on social security for longer than some folk been on the world. So, you know, when you're talking about retirement, when you retired 50 years ago and you age, you retired at the age my grandma was born, mm, Lord, you've been around for a long time. Now, that's the same thing in most countries, not just Japan, but they just seem to be one of the biggest ones that I know of and also that I read as well, too. But, you know, you go to other places like China where they had a, uh, for a long time, if y'all don't know, a lot of our young folks out there who listening right now, if you didn't know, China, when back in the day, only allowed people to have so many children. And if you had more than that, you would either have to abort or you didn't know dip, nigga. Get, get your ass on out of here. You got the dip. Here's one of the two. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know all the ins and outs of the what what the rules was, but the, the, the base behind the rule was you were only limited to so many kids. You feel me? Because they were like, nah, bro, we got too many people here now. Y'all can't have all these damn kids. Nah, shit, y'all worse than the black people. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, y'all. Listen, I'm black, y'all, so I'm just joking. <laughs> but for real, so... In their country, there's a, a generational gap because you got to think they will only allow so many children to be born per family. So there has to be a generational gap over there. But uh, absolutely, race plays a big part in it. Now, one of the biggest things that that really changed the dynamics of this one, which I read, this was ethnic, ethnicity. Now, because of our new you know, way of living that has changed a little bit because, you know, we're not necessarily just black, just white, just Asian, just blah, blah, blah. We are mixed of a little bit of everything, especially in places like the United States of America, where, you know, you liable to be mixed with something we never even heard of before. What you is, black, Cambodian, white, and Mexican. Damn, that's a whole lot of Different things. You can blazing Mexican, American, African. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you look at everything. So the dynamics of that changes a little bit. But that does place a part in the generational gap and the, the generational difference between us and everybody else. So it does place a little bit of a, a little bit of a change in, in things for us. And last but not least, one of the things that really do play a big part in everything is your self-identity. Once I said before, self-identity is real. You just got to realize some people are really going to self-identify themselves with something totally different than everybody else, and it is what it is. You, you feel me? It just, there's no way around it. You know, if you started out one way and you end up another way, damn shit, it's going to change how things are going to happen in your life and your future kids' life if you have them and whatever. Things are just going to change, just, just how it goes. Now, one of the things that I had to also look up is what do we what is examples? Like what do we consider a generational gap? Like what do we what do what do I or anybody else would think is a difference between the generations? And what are some things are the same and doesn't really matter? 
Now, we already talked about wealth and different things like this and where you come from and, and, and your race. Like, you can't change your damn race. I don't care how you like it. People can talk all that shit about Michael Jackson any of the day. You know his birth certificate said? Black. Don't give a damn how much he bleached or whatever. Your birth certificate says you are black. When they take your blood and your DNA, it says you black. So that's something you can't change. I don't care how you slice the pie. You just can't change it. It is what it is. So there you go. But some of the things that we look at as a potential, you know, generational disconnect or generational gap are reading. I was like, what the fuck? Reading? For some odd reason or another, people who were baby boomers and the silent group of people, which I, once again, I can't tell you their name, because yeah, I just there was they're they silent for a reason, I guess. <laughs> but reading is one of the things that is a disconnect. They say that back in the day, more people read than they do now. And I was like, that don't, that don't, that don't make no sense to me. Maybe they were more speaking on traditional reading, like reading novels, reading books. Uh, one thing was reading the newspaper. Now I can understand that because. Shit, you can't you can't find a newspaper most time. Y'all, matter of fact, anybody from New York or any of the big cities, do y'all even still have newspaper dispensers where you you know you put your money in there and you pull down the thing and you get your little newspaper? Do we even have those anymore? Because I I just don't know. I haven't seen one in like forever. So if you, as a matter of fact, anybody who's listening to me, go check out my YouTube page. You know. And leave a comment down there and, you know, leave me some information. Show me a picture of one if y'all got one. I would love to see that. I ain't seen one in so damn long. I've, you know, you know, telling what they look like. Now, there is some new ones out there. They probably, you know, got a credit card, scan a machine, or you just slide your card across some, you know, damn telling. So, but if y'all got one, go out, go to my YouTube page and uh, leave me a comment on, on this uh, podcast. And then uh, let me see it, man. I, I ain't seen one forever, you know? That'd be kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? If you can find one, shit, I might be even willing to um, go out there and take a picture with it myself. Just saying. Another thing is checks. I was like, checks? What the fuck is check? Paper checks. No one writes checks anymore, folks, except for the old people. It, it just it is what it is. If your ass has got gray hair all over and you walk with a somewhat of a slump or anything, or in this case, you were born way back when, when TVs were still in black and white, you probably still writing checks. The crazy thing about this is, is that there's still places that accept them shits. I was like, in the day and age of technology and digital, some folks still accepting checks. I ain't talking about cashier checks, people. I ain't talking about little checks you, you know, you go, you go get from the store or something and you cash it and whatever. No. Or the checks you get from like, you know, companies where you just, you know, they get a paper check, you deposit it. But no, I'm talking about actual checks that you write and your name on it. And it got like bank account information and stuff on it. Some folks ain't never even seen a check, man. I know it sounds bad, but some folks, they ain't never seen a check. Matter of fact, some folks, if you gave them a check, they wouldn't know how to fill it out. Matter of fact, I put that as a as a as a disclaimer. If you are younger than Ashley, I ain't gonna say nobody name because I don't get nobody in no trouble. But if you can't remember certain songs and certain people from the nineties, you probably don't know nothing about chicks. That's all I'm gonna say. 
So if you don't know nothing about, you know, uh, black and stuff or, uh, you know, Key Sweat or uh, BBD or anything like that, you probably don't know nothing about rock. You probably don't know about checks. And that's fine, though. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. I ain't tripping on that. Television is the next one, y'all. They say right now television is way different than how it used to be from people back in the day. And I'm not talking about just our, our, our old generation. I'm not talking about our baby boomers and our silent folks or even our Generation X folks. I'm not even talking about them. I'm just talking about in general, TV has changed completely since even the millennium started. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of that look difference. For all my daggone folks at Generation X, people who was in the 80s and the 90s, who used to watch Thundercats and Voltron and, and uh, you know, shit, we used to watch G.I. Joe. You know what I'm saying? Where after every damn show, they had some kind of, like, uh, positive message they gave everybody. Be good in your community. Help people and blah, blah, blah. You know, they, we ain't got cartoons and shit like that no more. Shit, we got SpongeBob and, you know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Anime. You know, anime wasn't a big thing way back when. Not like that. We got a whole bunch of different stuff now. It ain't even the same no more. You know what I'm saying? Folk thought that, you know, we thought we were jamming when we had, like, the Smurfs, nigga, and the, and the snorkels and shit. You know, when them little things that had a little big nose under the, the snorkel thing? I thought we were doing it up then. Nah, man, we didn't shit the game and change. So TV is definitely a big one. Actual life experiences was another one that they consider a big generational disconnect or gap. And I had to kind of take a step back and I'm like, mm, do I really agree with that? Or, you know, is this something that I understand? Or what, 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 what really is the situation with this? And I realized that there is some truth to this. Now, I'm not saying I agree with 100%, and I'm sure some of y'all probably don't agree with this 100%, but the reality to this is, is that if a silent you know, generation guy or a baby boomer came to me and said, boy, what you know about this? I would probably have to say, you know what? I probably don't know as much as I think I know. Why? Because I probably haven't experienced it to the degree that they have. Now, there are some things that I have experienced and I can definitely say, man, I know all about that shit because it happened to me too. Just in this day and age, it happened to everybody. It happens. It is what it is. There are some things you can't change, and there's some things that's going to be different. Now, one thing that I think is going to be the same through all walks of life and all generations, man, straight up for real, is school. I don't give a damn <laughs> what part of school you went to. Everybody got to take their school, and everybody experienced that whole thing of school, man, from freaking, you know, elementary to high school to college. You laugh. When people are looking at me, hey, it's our school, bruh. How many people had to go through all them different parts of life, have all them damn friends and stuff, get to the adulthood and realize, damn, bro, that shit went quick. And then you trying to remember all that stuff. You're like, man, I did that when I was in high school. That shit was fun. Damn, I did that. Bro, that shit was crazy. Now, you're going to have some of the same thing as an adult, but everybody go through the same school, you know, rhetorics that somebody from back in the 60s went through. Well, shit, not everybody. Nah, that, that, that might be. I guess, you know, this is post, and what I'm about to say is real talk, y'all. This is post-integration, okay? Post-integration. Pre-integration, I can't, I, them, them damn silent ones and them damn baby, I don't know about them because they they had, they had were doing something different back then. I, now, I can't, I can't say about them. 
post-integration people is probably the same. Before, shit. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that they had similarities in each other in just different places, but school is one of those things that just don't change. Everybody get a prom. Except for the 2020 people, then that shit. I think 2020 is the year that shit didn't change for us. Sorry, guys. No prom. No, no senior skip day. No senior outing. No senior photo. No senior some shit. But I'm sorry for y'all. But that is a part of, like, the school whole structure going to school and the prom and all that stuff right there. That shit didn't change prom around for a long time. So, 2020, guys, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I, I wish y'all the best in y'all in y'all uh, endeavors in life. Look back on this right here and say, you know what? It's all good. We're going we gonna to celebrate 2021 for 2020 and, and rock that shit. That's all you can do. You know what I'm saying? Now, one of the next things they say that is potential uh, generational disconnect, uh, generational gaps are technology. And everybody know this to be real. Shit. No one, no damn cell phone way back when. You no know saying some of us don't even remember rotary phone, rotary phones. Any of my fans out there, anybody who know about rotary phones, hit your boy up and give your boy a thumbs up on that right there. Leave a comment. Shit, them damn rotary phones used to be funny as hell. Oh, shit, I fucked up. Start back over. Hang the bitch up. Come you know what I'm saying? That, that's how rotary phones used to be. Now, talking to my grandma, she said them damn thing was the best thing that ever happened to them because they used to have to get up to the phone, put some shit to the end, spin the hell out of it. And it used to connect that way, so you could barely hear about it. I said, "Damn, maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm talking shit about the phones, and maybe they was rocking that shit like that." So I don't know. So you know, this one of those things. Now we got cell phones, kid. Cell phone. I mean, cell phones do more than some damn computers you do back in the damn thirties. So we we definitely got a big gap, a generation gap between them and us when it comes to technology. No disrespect to my mama. I love her to death. But, man, she is hard on them damn, this technology, boy. You can tell her 50 times, mama, just hit the button right there. Hit that button right there. And that button, hit that button right there. Hit this button. It can do this right here. Now, she done got better, though. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, my mama one of the people who catch on once she learn it. But you definitely got to keep telling her, mama, what you doing? Why you hitting that button? And just as bad as her is my pops. Lord, he worse than her. That dude has had the same cell phone for about, ah, oh shit, I say about 10 years, maybe. That it, let me tell you how, how bad it is for this dude, man. His service provider told him that, sir, if you don't get a new phone, we can no longer, no longer continue your service. Now, that got to tell you that this man had an old phone when even the damn service, like, bro, listen, we can't even give you service, not because we don't want to, because we just can't. Your phone is so old, we can't even connect to it no more, sir. You got to come to the new age on this phone now. We gave you long enough. We can't do nothing for you. you know, they forced him to get a new phone. Now, instead of him moving up to a phone that was like more new age, he went to like the very bottom of the new age. And I'm like, Pops, listen, in about three, four years, that that you ain't going to be able to use that no more. You should have got something a little older, but a little newer, bro. But you know what? It's, it's just my dad, his... My dad is in that book, that baby boomer era, you know what I'm trying to say? So it is what it is. They they moving into the new era, but they still, you know, yeah, whatever. You know? 
ain't tripping. I love both of them. But that definitely goes to show you that technology has definitely put a big gap between, uh, you know, the baby boomers and the silent folks and even the, some of the Generation X guys and the millennials, 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 and the new so-called Generation Z people. So, and last but not least, this is one of the subjects that which I love the best because I actually 100% get in the argument all the time about this. And I have to tell y'all, only reason why I get in the argument about this is because it's hard to explain to people, you know, why I feel this way. It's just something that I just, I just feel. I just can't explain it. It is what it is. But one of the biggest disconnects between generations and generation gap is music. Holy crap. Music. Man, listen. It's very hard for me sometimes to explain to my younger friends, younger associates, why I don't listen to every single thing out there on the market. I mean, it just, I, I'm not down to nobody. This ain't no shots being fired at nobody. This ain't none of that. I am still a supporter of getting your money. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter if I like your music or not. Get your money. Do you. If you got fans, do that shit. I'm not even mad at you. But I can't listen to all trap music. I just can't. Some of it, I just got to throw that shit on the shelf. Or better yet, take it off the shelf, ball it up, put that bitch in the trash, and send that bitch somewhere else. Because I can't listen to it. Some of it, you know, shit, I bump it. Some of it, you know, I listen to it once in a while, not my real cup of tea. But fellas and ladies, listen to me. The reason why there's such a big gap in generational music is because we had a certain thing about our music and even the old folks' music and even way back when that had a distinct differences to them which made them unique in their own way. I think for me, the best way to explain how or why I feel the way I feel is because of that. There has to be some uniqueness and differences in my personal and professional opinion. Once again, everybody has an opinion, people. It's like having an ass. We all got one. So do not come in and get mad talking about, oh, I don't know music and things. I'm not trying to, once again, this is no way for me to debate or get mad. Anything. Like I said before, I support all people getting their bread. Simple and plain. I just won't be buying every damn CD. I won't be buying or downloading every song. That's all I'm saying. We can agree to disagree. But my personal and professional opinion is, is that the reason why music to us is different for you is because we always love the uniqueness and the differences and what an artist brings to the table than what we have today. I know y'all might have to, oh, everybody's different. Yes, all artists are different. That is true. But when you listen to music and you can completely understand what type of music it is when it comes on and you can't tell who the hell is rapping or singing, then I think that's, that, that's when the problems start happening. I can tell it's rap. I can tell it's trap, but I can't tell who the hell it is. Sometimes you have to take a step back and say, yeah, I think that might actually be a little difference. Now, once again, I'm not tripping. I'm not mad. I'm not even angry about that. I actually like the fact that we have changed music. I'm not even tripping. But at the same time, we have to change music, I think, in a way 
that allows it to change again and flourish. It just it's called progression in music. We can't sit on something forever. We gotta actually figure out a way to progress it. Because guess what? If we sat on the same type of music forever, we would still listen to like like Frank Sinatra and shit like this right here, but with a rap beat or something. I don't know. But listen, guys, I I'm with you on this right here. But damn, can we get something different? You know, when we got people like, you know, freaking J. Cole out there and, you know, a couple other guys that I tend to listen to a little bit more frequently, at least they bring a little something different to the table. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I ain't tripping. Once again, I'm not even tripping. And it's not about trap music either. It's some of this damn country music. Man, I listened to a country song one day and I didn't even know that shit was country. That's why I was like, this a damn country song? This almost sound like a damn country song. It sounded like a rock song. I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know the difference. So listen, music is definitely a big difference in our generations. And, you know, hey, to each his own. I, hey, I love the, the fabric of music in general. I love that it went somewhere. I'm just kind of hoping it goes somewhere else, too. It just don't sit here for as long as it's been sitting here. That's all I'm saying. Love it. Love y'all. But damn, let's do something different. I don't want to hear the same goddamn flow every single time. That's why we had people like Snoop, Dre, fucking, you know, KRS-One, uh, you know. We, we, had, we had so many rappers in the back of the day. Pop, Biggie, all of them had different flows, different styles, and that shit was bumping. Still, regardless of where you were from, you just kind of like, yeah, it's bumping. On to the next thing. That's my... my my little horse I had to get off of. Last but not least, diversity. Now, this is kind of on the good side. You know what I'm saying? Because none of it was really bad or good, but this particular one is what I call the good side of the generations. This is one of my segment, the good side of the generations. Some of the good things that came through the different generations was change, people. Where I just talked about a minute ago, change. And within that change, we had a lot of things happen that not only opened the door for Generation X and, you know, the millennials and now the Generation Z people, these changes made everybody more diverse in how they live, how they walk, how they, you know, treat people, all the stuff right here. Now, if y'all don't know, a lot of shit been happening here in Georgia right now with the whole, the cat that got, you know, shot by the dudes or whatever. I'm not trying to go down that road too much and make this about that. But you can determine that there are still people out there who hold on to certain things that millennials or even the Generation Z and Generation X people are trying to let go. You know what I'm trying to say? We're trying to let go some of this, this, these different acts of hatred and these different things and move forward to something totally different where it's more cohesive of a, a living conditions. I ain't gonna say we're gonna be just all in harmony, but I, I would say more cohesive and more understanding. But diversity is one of the biggest good things that ever happened because of the new millennials, the Generation Z, and you know Generation X type of generation. It all started with the baby boomers. I'm gonna give it a hot and start with them, but it continued to change throughout these different generations. To a point to where now interracial marriage is actually up 20% in the United States of America. 20%. Now, y'all might not think, oh, that's not a lot. 
it went from it went from legit 2% in 1963 to 20% in the year 2020. So you imagine it took a long ass time, but guess what? The difference in in, inter, in interracial marriages now and all the difference of, you know, baiting in and mixing together all the races has actually become more of a regular thing around the world, around, in the United States. And I think that's great, guys. Appreciate y'all millennials. You know what I'm saying? Keep mixing. Do what you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad. But one thing you got to also realize is that with that difference in diversity becomes difference of opinions, changes between how we used to think and live back in the day and how they think and live now. That diversity, when it comes to interracial marriages, have changed the dynamics of things. The way we think as, you know, millennials now have changed the dynamics of politics. They've changed the dynamics of um, home and living, working. They say more millennials are actually at home with parents now until they get on their feet, which I thought was actually pretty damn cool. You know, back in the day, you hit 18, so I'm phoning on talking about your mom. I'm like, hey, bro, your ass got a few decisions to make. Get your ass out and get a job. Get a job, stay here until you get on your feet and then get your ass out. Or get out and go to the military or something. Go to school. You know what I'm saying? That you didn't have every option. Now, shit, you can make money on YouTube. Make money on Instagram. Who the hell would have thought that? So the, 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 the difference is now with these guys is they have ways to do things that we didn't have a chance to do or our parents, or even their parents, you know? So, big big ups on the millennial folk. Appreciate y'all. Mm. That's the first ship I had the whole time I've been running my mouth, and I needed that. And just so y'all don't know, this John Walker Black pretty smooth. I like this, boy. This shit good. God, now, let me get another sip of that. Mm. That's actually a good one right now. I probably should drink that a little bit more often. Instead of put him in the, on the shelf and, you know, preserve him, I might want to drink him a little more often. But, yeah, so diversity is a big one. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm cool with the diversity, man. I love it. I think it's one of the best aspects of today is we have a, such a diversity. Now, we still have a huge gap in other areas like race and uh, equality uh, and, 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 and money and wealth and generational wealth, but we're we going to get there. We're going to get there. And I think that, you know, that's one of the things that we are working towards, but definitely have to be one of those things that we have to keep focus on and move forward on. Now, one of the things that I did read with this diversity thing that kind of got me a little shook was, even though we have so much diversity with the millennial group of people and the Generation X people, we're still being ran by the goddamn baby boomers and the damn silent people. What I mean by that is most of our political heads and most of the people that are in high places are still in this old group. That's the I'm like, well, damn, ain't this about a mother? People, I know this sounds funny, but we are so diverse and we're so different and we got so many differences and gaps and generations and thoughts and everything. But when it comes down to who makes the rules and everything, it's still not us. It's still not you. It's not me. It's people that are outside of this so-called generations that are still in charge. That's what we got to start looking at, man. For real. That's just my little two cents on it. I just thought that was the craziest thing in the world. We make up the majority 
but we don't make the decision. If you don't believe me, look at it. I ain't got nothing against Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Most people might get mad because I said that. I ain't got nothing against the man, the man, the man. Listen, it don't matter who, who I vote for, who you vote for. But let's just be clear. The man is old as hell, okay? The man is old as hell. It, it, call it what you want to call it. The man is old as hell. Now, we got people running for the president right now. Everybody in that group that has made it as far as they have made it, guess where they come from? The damn baby boomers of the silence. They still in them same groups. They ain't in the damn Generation Z or X or Millennial. You know what I'm saying? They, we ain't damn in none of those right now. So when we start thinking about the difference and changes, we need to start looking at a lot of places for change, all right? Like, we may not like how some of the millennials do things. We may not like how some of the Generation X people do things. But guess what? We definitely got to start looking at some changes in other places that have been completely doing the same thing. So shout out to all the people out there who, you know, look for change, love change, uh, embrace the different changes, and, um, you know, agree to disagree. Guess what? We ain't always going to agree on everything, but we love to agree to disagree, and we can be cohesive and, you know, be around each other without any issues. I don't give a shit where you're from, what you do, how you look, whatever. Guess what? I'm going to treat you all the same. It is what it is. Now, would I knock your ass off? You black, white, brown, whatever? Yes. But would I also give you a loving heart and, and, and open my heart, my door to you if you needed it? Absolutely. So guess what? It's the same thing. It don't matter. So I say that to say this to everybody out there. We may have what they call a generational disconnect or generational gap, but the reality is it's not. It's just we just do things a little bit different based on the times in which we're living. And we do things a little bit different based on what is popular and whatever's going on right now today. But the same values and, and things that we've had from, you know, our grandparents and our parents and everybody is still here. These values still make up what we are, who we are as, you know, people in the United States, uh, black people, white people, whatever. These same values that you are taught make up who you are today. It does not matter. So guess what, grandma, great grandma, great granddaddy and dead granddaddy? Guess what? Y'all may say, them damn young kids always on their phones and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? That's how it was when you had arcades back in the day. Y'all was always at arcade place. So same thing, just flip it a little different. So we just got to value that. So appreciate everybody out there who, you know, value those things. I love to see y'all continue to move forward in things. And uh, that's how it is. I appreciate y'all. So... I wish everybody have a great, great, great time. Hope you guys are doing well in this whole uh, coronavirus time that we're having out there. I hope you guys continue to tune in to From the Skyline with your boy, Jay Sky. I'll see y'all on the next one. Appreciate you. Thank y'all so much. Peace.